Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann today, focusing on a problem that is arising for Premier Oscar Mabayani. The Eastern Cape Premier has been drawn into allegations, a spat that insists that he did not do the work required to get his PhD from Fort Hare. We're trying to find the role players involved to follow down that story and see if there is any merit in it. Outside of that, whilst we wait for people to speak on the issue, and that includes Premier Mabayani, he says he's not available for today, but will join us on a later podcast. Ditto for the Fort Hare Academia, not willing to join us today, but they will chat on a later podcast once things have been made a little clearer. Ungamam Tinker joins us now. He's a political analyst with the Nelson Mandela University. And without actually knowing the ins and outs and the exact details of what's going on here, one's got to say, Ungama, that this cannot bode well for the president. Uh, good, uh, uh, good, good day to you, Dan, and your listeners. So it's an interesting one here because the ANC has been in a process where it is trying to regain some integrity for its leaders and and itself as a party, and in fact try and disassociate itself from uh, people who've committed acts of misconduct, as the party defines in Rule 25 of the Constitution. You're quite right in asking what it means for the president. Oscar Mabiani has been a key ally of the president instrumental in his rise uh, in uh, Nazareth 1 and also in him securing a second term at the level of the party. Uh, what it means is that there's going to be more pressure uh, coming from some circles within the ANC, even though the president's camp is a lot more dominant, to say what uh, does this mean? for Oscar Mabuyana's continued, uh, you know, uh, role in the leadership of the party and government in the Eastern Cape. Questions are definitely going to be asked. And it may be that because of the power of that camp of the president and Oscar Mabuyane, uh, that it's, it's not, uh, nobody rattles the boat in questioning at the moment, but the party is not going to avoid the questions that are being raised by the opposition in in, in the provincial legislature, for example, the Democratic Alliance uh, and others. Uh, so, so, so sooner or later, this is going to uh, gain a life of its own politically. So let's be sure, as we speak, there are allegations and nothing more than that. There are allegations. There's no proof. However, no smoke without fire. What do you anticipate to happen if these allegations turned out to be true and they turn out to be proven and they have evidence? Sure. Without coming into the nitty-gritty of the detail, given my position working in another university and careful to apply myself only to the political, there's an interesting basis upon which the report that is referred to uh, is, is derived. So, for example, in specific instances that prove, uh, you know, lack of integrity in the process have been highlighted. So that's as much as I can say about the details. But what it means is that should there be charges that emanate from this, then the premier will be a lot more embattled uh, because the ANC's uh, step-aside resolution will come. Now, the question is whether 
the players at the moment are going to explore a criminal process with respect to this um, uh, or, or, or not. It's uh, uh, one, it, it would be interesting to hear what the process is going to be uh, uh, from, from, from the university side on this. Now, if it turns out that this, this is all 100% true as we speak, it's not. But if it all turns out to be 100% true, would the Premier have to resign just as a matter of course and as a matter of saving face and showing integrity? Or is there a way that he could laugh it off and say, I'm still Premier and this doesn't mean anything? In another political culture, when something like this surfaces, politicians fall on their sword. I always make uh, a reference to the New Zealand former health minister, forget, I forgot her name, who uh, went, I think it was a, a male actually, went on a party during lockdown with his family and that detail came out in the public domain and that person immediately fell on their sword. Uh, that's because of the culture of a lack of tolerance for any uh, acts of misconduct. In South Africa, though, we do not. Uh, there has been allegations, for example, about the deputy speaker, um, uh, 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 and we see that, you know, she, 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 uh, she has, she has, uh, 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 that came and went, and there's nothing, you know, uh, that's consequential that's happened to her. Uh, so I doubt that um, within the politics of the ANC, this may result in Oscar Mambuyane, uh, you know, uh, uh, falling on his sword. Unless the nature of the scandal that this is moved from being a, 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 an act of misconduct to being a criminal uh, charge. What do you think the reaction would have been had this been a DA or a UDM premier who'd been caught in a situation like this? Would the reaction from the ANC banks be a lot different? The challenge with being in a dominant party system is exactly that, that uh, the, what the opposition says is inconsequential. And indeed, um, these political parties um, do tend to coalesce or close ranks when one of their own is affected. Uh, obviously, the underdogs, such as the DA and others, still, you know, would, would, uh, are seeking to present to South Africans an alternative. And there's been instances where uh, some of the politicians of these parties, uh, but I can recall recently uh, the Democratic Alliance had put, for example, where a, a politician was found on the uh, wrong side of the uh, 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 morality or the law has been pressured to resign. Where do you see this moving on to from here? Will it be hidden away in committees and uh, all sorts of investigations and never to be heard again? Or do you expect this to be made out uh, quite quickly and quite clear? It has to be followed through, Darren. We cannot afford to have um, politicians who are unaccountable. That's one thing. But politicians who put an overbearing uh, a domination over institutions and seek to shape institutions in their likeness and their practices are very bad for our country. 
uh, we cannot have that. And I hope that one way or another, there's a, a, there, some of these are not true. Otherwise, if if these are true, then it will mean that uh, we, we, the sooner these politicians leave a public uh, life in South Africa, the better. We cannot afford to collapse institutions which are precious for this country, uh, educating the next generation. And I think that the work that's happening uh, in Forte is really amazing in trying to clean up, uh, you know, some of the uh, 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 shenanigans that have happened previously. We are awaiting comment from the University of Fort Hare. Hopefully they'll be available tomorrow. They did say they weren't ready for us today. Similarly, Eastern Cape Premier Oscar Mobiani has undertaken to join us as soon as he's had a chance to look at all the allegations. Hopefully that's within the next day or two. But for today, on Gamam Tinka, we thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Have a good day. Thank you. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.